بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته So today inshallah ta'ala we are covering the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Al-Ghalib, Al-Nasir and Al-Nasir Three different names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The first one coming from the root letter, uh, the root verb of غلب يغلب غلبا غلبة فهو غالب which means to dominate, to subdue, to conquer, vanquish, to defeat to triumph, to sur- surmount, to seize, overcome, and prevail. All this is understood. And then the other two, coming from the root verb of nasara yansuru nasran nusuran fahuwa nasirun, means to make victorious, to deliver, to make triumph, to protect, to save, to help, to aid, and to assist. So, for simplicity's sake, we'll say that al-ghalib could be translated as uh, the dominant or the predominant. An-nasir is the grantor of victory, and since it's in the fa'il pattern, uh, it applies to when the believers are in the process of winning and in the process of watching their enemies lose. So when it's very apparent, when it's like physically happening, like the, the, the believers are winning in a certain battle, then uh, you know, this name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, An-Nasir, is really truly uh, realized and uh, appreciated. Whereas the name of Allah ta'ala, An-Nasir, is, can be translated as the perpetually victorious. It's on the fa'il pattern, which means that it's all the time. So... In one way or another, whether it's apparent or hidden, whether it's uh, you know uh, uh, the long-term strategy, uh, whether it's obvious or not, Allah Taala is always in the process of being victorious and winning, um, because the believers uh, uh, the believers uh, always trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and always know that Allah Taala is rewarding them even if they're going through uh, hard times, um, and ultimately they will get the eternal victory. So even a moment of hardship or whatever the case may be is part of their victory. Uh, and that's because it's, this is who Allah is. This is not just what He does. It's not just the ism fa'il, what He does, but the fa'il, who He is. And this is even true when there are no enemies to defeat. Allah Ta'ala is still the perpetually victorious. So the name of Allah Ta'ala al-Ghalib occurs once in the Qur'an when Allah Ta'ala says, this is in Surah Yusuf, ayah number 21, وَكَذَلِكَ مَكَّنَّا لِيُوسُفَ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلِنُعَلِّمَهُ مِنْ تَأْوِيلِ الْأَحَدِيثِ وَاللَّهُ غَالِبٌ عَلَىٰ أَمْرِهِ Allah says, and thus we established Yusuf in the land that we might teach him the interpretation of events. And others would say of dreams, different ways of understanding this. And Allah is predominant over his affair, but most of the people don't know. So, subhanAllah, this ayah is highlighting what? That it doesn't matter what Yusuf brothers planned. The fact is that whether they loved it or hated it, Allah Ta'ala dominated their plan and is in full control of everyone's affairs, even if it took a long time to see the wisdom of the events and everything that took place. Because obviously someone would look at that story and see the beginning portion of it. And actually, I mean, throughout the, the, the story of Yusuf, you see these moments where he is the one who's in a compromising position. And yet, subhanAllah, all of it culminated and demonstrated that all these pieces need to, need to be put in place so that he could have the ultimate victory in this life, and then ultimately he gets an even greater victory in the hereafter. So this is a demonstration of Allah Ta'ala having the big picture, the big plan, Al-Ghalib, the predominant over everybody else. In terms of the name of Allah, Al-Nasir, uh, this occurs once in the Qur'an, in the plural. Allah says, بَلِلَّهُ مَوْلَاكُمْ وَهُوَ خَيْرُ النَّاصِرِينَ but Allah is your protector, and He is the best of helpers. So uh, this is using nasirin, referring to many different people as a nasir, a helper. Uh, but Allah Ta'ala is the best of helpers. He is an-nasir, the ultimate one who helps and gives victory. And an-nasir, as we said, is the one who is perpetually victorious. This occurs four times in the Qur'an. 
Uh, for instance, Allah says, وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ وَلِيًّا وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ نَصِيرًا And sufficient is Allah as an ally and sufficient is Allah as a helper or a perpetual helper, you could say. Uh, same thing with Allah Ta'ala saying, نِعْمَ الْمَوْلَى وَنِعْمَ nasir." Excellent is Allah Ta'ala as, uh, excellent is the protector, as in Allah as a protector, and excellent is the perpetual helper. Uh, furthermore, Allah Ta'ala says what? وَاعْتَصِمُوا بِاللَّهِ هُوَ مَوْلَاكُمْ فَنِعْمَ الْمَوْلَى وَنِعْمَ النَّصِيرُ And hold fast to Allah. Stick close. Hold fast to Allah. Usually, you know, we, we know about the ayah where Allah says, hold fast to the rope of Allah. In this ayah, it's more direct. Allah is saying what? Hold fast to Allah. He is your protector. And excellent is the protector. And excellent is the perpetual helper. Furthermore, Allah Ta'ala says that these are, that's three of them. And the fourth one is what? وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَا لِكُلِّ نَبِيٍّ عَدُوًّا مِّنَ الْمُجْرِمِينَ وَكَفَى بِرَبِّكَ هَادِيًا وَنَصِيرًا And thus we have made for every prophet an enemy from among the criminals. But sufficient is your Lord as a guide and as a perpetual helper. So in this particular ayah, we're seeing the combination of two names of Allah, which is Al-Hadi and Al-Nasir. So these two names come together because the righteous uh, get victory by being guided to victory first, and then they do what is necessary to defeat their enemies. So Allah Ta'ala is, you could say, describing the process with these two names of Allah Ta'ala. That He is the head, He is going to guide you to how to live the better lifestyle so that you know what to do, uh, how to organize yourselves, how to be the stronger ummah, uh, stronger nation, and ultimately that is going to uh, uh, result in the overall victory, an-nasir. Hence, Allah Ta'ala is the one who's giving the victory. This is the sunnah of Allah Ta'ala for all the prophets. Allah is mentioning that, look, for every nation, you had enemies. You're, whenever somebody gets involved in da'wah, we know that the Prophet says what? Uh, that the scholars are the inheritors of the Prophet. So you inherit all their knowledge, but you inherit their practices. You also inherit the fact that you're going to develop enemies. So you have to be okay with that. You have to accept the fact as a believer that the moment you want to give da'wah and really start working and uh, doing the work of the Anbiya and take up that mantle and follow that sunnah, then subhanAllah, you're going to get enemies along the way. And Allah Ta'ala is saying, look, there was always enemies for every single prophet, but Allah guided them, as in guided them to the best way of dealing with this and ultimately resulting in victory. This is the way Allah Ta'ala grants victory to the believers as well. This is exactly why Allah Ta'ala says that I could have done it myself, but no, you, you're, you're going to win your own victories through my help. Uh, this is explained when Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَوْ يَشَاءُ اللَّهُ لَنْ تَصَرَ مِنْهُمْ وَلَكِنْ لِيَبَلُوَ بَعْضَكُمْ بِبَعْضٍ Allah says, and if Allah had willed, He could have taken vengeance upon them Himself. In other words, Allah Ta'ala could have easily just, you know, uh, done away with any enemies just by making them perish immediately, uh, instantaneously. Then Allah says, but rather... Uh, he ordered them to struggle between each other to test some of them, uh, to test some of you by means of others. So in other words, yes, I could have gotten rid of every single enemy, but the idea is that life is a test, and so you having enemies is part of that test as well, so that you can rise above, follow guidance, and ultimately be victorious through the guidance of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala through the victory of Allah Taala. So uh, you find that this name of Allah is also in the Sunnah of the Prophet. One example of this, An-Nasir, is mentioned, or Nasir, I should say, is when uh, the Prophet made a treaty, Salah uh, al-Hudaybiyah, and the Sahaba were not very happy about this. Uh, they wanted to complete their pilgrimage rites or their Umrah rites, and they were not allowed to. And so they were very upset about this. And so uh, there's this very famous narration in which uh, Umar ibn al-Khattab, he says what? He went to the Prophet very frustrated, and said, aren't you truly the Messenger of Allah? Alasta Allahi haqqan, aren't you truly the Messenger of Allah? Bala, uh, the Prophet responded, yes. Alasna al He said, aren't we upon the truth? 
uh, and our enemies are upon falsehood. And the Prophet said, Bala, of course. And then, فقلت, so then I said, So he said in response, uh, then why should we be humbled in our religion? Why should we be the ones walking away, feeling humbled, feeling like we got the short end of the stick, if you will. And the Prophet said in response, إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ وَلَسْتُ أَعْصِيهِ وَهُوَ نَاصِرِي I am the messenger of Allah, and I do not disobey him, and he will make me victorious. And the wording here is what? He is my nasir. He is the one who is going to give me my victory, the one who is going to cause me to have victory. So there's a hadith in Sahih Bukhari, very beautiful and important hadith. And of course, uh, Umar ibn al-Khattab, uh, he actually regretted um, uh, and he felt very bad that he, he had this sort of impatience and this questioning of the Prophet later on. And so uh, naturally this was coming from his passion and zeal for the deen. So it was coming from a good place, but ultimately, yes, that's the way it, it played out. Furthermore, Anas bin Malik, he says what? كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ إِذَا غَزَى قَالَ اللَّهُمَّ أَنْتَ عَضُدِي وَنَصِيرِي That uh, when the Messenger of Allah would go out on an expedition, he would say what? Oh Allah, you are my aider and you are my helper, uh, my perpetual helper, you could say it that way. Uh, by you I move, by you I attack, and, uh, and, and by you I fight. So it's a beautiful hadith, authentic hadith in uh, Sunan Abi Dawood. Uh, again, using this, these names first, Nasir and Nasir. What effect should this name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have on the believers? What's really interesting is that you find that the, the, the root verbs of uh, ghalaba and nasara show up together often in the Qur'an. Not necessarily the, name, the, the names in the name themselves, but rather the roots in the stories of prophets, showing exactly that Allah ta'ala has given them victory. So a good example of this is when Nuh alayhi salam says, Allah says about Nuh alayhi salam, فَدَعَى رَبَّهُ أَنِّي مَغْلُوبٌ فَانْتَصِرْ فَفَتَحْنَا أَبْوَابَ السَّمَاءِ بِمَاءٍ مُنْهَمِرٌ So he invoked his Lord, indeed I am overpowered, مَغْلُوبٌ, coming from غَلَبَ, I am overpowered, فَانْتَصِرْ So give me the نُصْرَة, give me the نَصْر, give me the help. So you see the root verbs of both of these words coming together. This is a really, really short dua. Nuh alayhi salam just says, أَنِّي مَغْلُوبٌ فَانْتَصِرْ I'm overpowered, so help me. فَفَتَحْنَا أَبْوَابَ السَّمَاءِ بِمَاءٍ مُنْهَمِرٍ Then we open the gates of the heavens with rain pouring down. SubhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala, you find over and over again when uh, the righteous pray to Allah Ta'ala, you find Allah Ta'ala says, and I answered them. You see it happen all the time. So فَفَتَحْنَا Right immediately, Allah Ta'ala opened up the the, the, the gates of the heavens and the rain poured down. Same thing with Musa salam and Harun. Allah says, وَلَقَدْ مَنَنَّا عَلَى مُوسَى وَهَارُونَ وَنَجَّيْنَاهُمَا وَقَوْمَهُمَا مِنَ الْكَرْبِ الْعَظِيمِ وَنَصَرْنَاهُمْ فَكَانُوا هُمُ الْغَالِبِينَ Allah says, and we did certainly confer a favor upon Musa and Harun salam. And we saved them and their people from the great affliction. And we supported them so it was they who overcame. So again, you have these two words, وَنَصَرْنَاهُمْ We gave them the Nusra, the Nasr. وَنَصَرْنَاهُمْ We gave them the victory. فَكَانُوا مِنَ الْغَالِبِينَ So they were the ones who overcame. غَالِب here. Them being described as being from amongst the غَالِبِينَ SubhanAllah. So you see these two coming together over and over again in a beautiful manner. Whether it be Musa and Harun السلام, whether it's Nuh السلام, Even with the Prophet ﷺ when he was with Abu Bakr, Allah Ta'ala says what? In uh, Surah Tawbah, ayah number 40. إِلَّا تَنْصُرُهُ فَقَدَ نَصَرَهُ اللَّهُ إِذْ أَخْرَجَهُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا ثَانِيَ اثْنَيْنَ If you do not aid the Prophet ﷺ, Allah has already aided him when those who disbelieved had driven him out of Mecca as one of two. 
So Allah Ta'ala is describing what? I'm gonna, if you don't give this Nasr this to him, then Allah Ta'ala is going to be his Nasr or his Nasir. He's going to be giving him the victory. This is what's being uh, explained here. And furthermore, that's at the weakest of times. And furthermore, Allah Ta'ala also says what? Right after this Hudaybiyah event, another moment where the believers were feeling uh, defeated, Allah Ta'ala says what? وَيَنْصُرَكَ اللَّهُ نَصْرًا عَزِيزًا And that Allah may aid you with a mighty victory. So SubhanAllah, even in these moments where... Uh, the believers are feeling weak, like they're feeling like they don't have any power. Allah Ta'ala is reminding them that I'm giving you the ultimate victory. And of course, we know in all these cases, it was the believers that won in the end, not only in this dunya, but in the akhirah as well. So what effect should this have on us if we see that this is the effect it had on the anbiya, their confidence, their surety, their uh, reassurance that Allah Ta'ala is going to help them in the long run, that Allah Ta'ala has all victory in his hands. So how should we be? We want to emulate these names of Allah by helping our brothers out as Allah Ta'ala, as, as excuse me, the Prophet says, uh, help your brother whether he is an oppressor or the oppressed. And the Sahaba, of course, they asked, Ya Rasulullah, uh, I will help him if he is oppressed, but he, if he is the oppressor, how am I going to help an oppressor? And the Prophet says what? By preventing him from his oppression, for that is how you help him. You help him by stopping him. SubhanAllah, because at the end of the day, in Yawm Qiyamah, they are going to be, any oppressor is going to be judged, so you have to stop them from their own wickedness. We should always be very careful never to think of ourselves as in a position where we can oppress others. Like, oh, I'm the dominant, I'm so strong. Arrogance comes into the heart and then you want to uh, start dominating everybody else. We know that uh, the Prophet ﷺ once saw uh, Abu Mas'ud, he was striking his slave. And then uh, uh, the Prophet ﷺ said what? I'lam Abu Mas'ud. And Abba Mas'ud didn't really understand what was being said because he was so angry, he was so mad at what his servant had done. I shouldn't even use the word slave, I should use the word servant. His servant, he was so upset at what this servant had done that he started hitting him more and he just wasn't paying attention to who was talking. And then again he heard these words of the Prophet saying what? I'lam Abba Mas'ud. And then finally he realized that it was the Prophet speaking. And so then he was trying to understand what do you mean? Like no, know something. No, know what? What should I know? What should I know? And then he says, and the Prophet clarifies and says what? اعلم أبا مسعود أن الله أقدر عليك منك على هذا الغلام. Know, know this for a fact, Abu Mas'ud, that Allah has more dominance upon you and Allah is more capable and over you than you have capability over this servant. So subhanAllah, uh, this is a powerful, powerful reminder. Anytime you feel that you're in charge, I'm in charge of my kids, I can treat them how I want. I'm in charge of my wife, I can treat them how I want. And, you know, as a man, uh, as a father, uh, you know, uh, you, you, we, we, we understand these moments where you get upset, you get frustrated, and you feel like, I want to assert myself, I want to assert my dominance. Just remember, just as you can assert your dominance in this temporary moment, just remember that Allah Ta'ala has full dominance over you. So the moment you go a little bit too far, subhanAllah, that can happen to you. So you better be very, very cautious with how you exercise your strength. Furthermore, how should this name of Allah Ta'ala affect the believers? Islam is going to be victorious. The believer has to know this in his heart, that we are commanded to support Islam. If we support Islam, Allah will support us. Then nobody will ever beat us. It's a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, regardless of how big the challenge is. So long as we're united and we're hardworking and we're dedicated to the ultimate goal, we're going to get there eventually. Islam will be victorious, as Allah ta'ala says, aziz. And again, the, the root letters here are غَلَبَ, right? غَيْن لَمْ بَا. That Allah says, and Allah has written, I will surely overcome me and my messengers. So ultimately, the culmination of human history is going to be what? These messengers coming throughout human history and doing and, and ultimately they, they will be the winners. And indeed, Allah is the powerful and the exalted in might. Uh, yes. And we are commanded, therefore, to support this deen, 
to be on the winning side, to know that ultimately that's the best thing to do. Allah says what? Ya ayyuhaladina amnu kunu ansar Allah. O you who have believed, be ansar. Ansar, the plural of Nasr. Multiple people that are Nasr, Ansarullah. Uh, be the Ansarullah, be the helpers or the supporters of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And furthermore, if we do so, then Allah Ta'ala will support us. Ya ayyuhal ladina amnu in tansurullaha yansurkum wa yuthabit aqdamakum. Oh, you who have believed, if you support Allah, if you give victory and help to Allah Ta'ala, He will support you and plant firmly your feet. This is a great promise from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. The more you give to this ummah, the more you want to see the victory of Islam, the more you want to call people to the truth and encourage them to be part of this deen, part of this ummah, come to the masjid, learn, study, practice, give da'wah, etc. The more you encourage others, the more you're giving this victory and supporting this deen, Allah Ta'ala is going to support you in every single way. We have to trust in this promise. Another instance where we find that these two uh, uh, verbs are coming together, uh, the Nasara and the Ghalaba, we find that um, Allah Ta'ala is mentioning what? In yansurkum Allahu fala ghalib lakum. If Allah should aid you, no one can overcome you. So subhanAllah, with Allah Ta'ala's aid, nobody can overcome, nobody can beat us. And this is a promise from Allah Ta'ala. As Allah says, وَكَانَ حَقًّا عَلَيْنَا النَّصْرُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And it is incumbent upon us to support the believers. Ya SubhanAllah, become a believer, practice your deen, have firm faith, and Allah Ta'ala is saying, حَقًّا It is an absolute, it's a right and it's incumbent upon Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala has made it incumbent upon Himself to support the believers. Regardless of how big the challenge is, as we know that uh, the believers, they said this when they were with Saul or Talut alayhi salam. They said what? كَمْ مِنْ فِئَةٍ قَلِيلَةٍ غَلَبَتْ فِئَةً كَثِيرَةً بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ مَعَ الصَّابِرِينَ How many small companies or small groups have overcome, again the word غَلَبَتْ, overcome a large company, a large group by the permission of Allah and Allah is with the patient. So as long as you are patient, Allah Ta'ala is going to give you that victory, give, going to give that victory to the believers. The question that we should ask ourselves is, what do these people look like, those who support Allah, those who give victory to Islam? What do they look like? What are their qualities? Allah Ta'ala describes four qualities about them when Allah Ta'ala says, uh, Allah will surely support those who support Him, and indeed Allah is powerful and exalted in might. And then Allah gives a description of who they are, those who give victory to Islam. And they are who? Those who, if we give them authority in the land, so the moment they have some upper hand, they have some you know, authority in the land, or they are stationed, they have you know, their housing and they're comfortable and they're, and they're, they're set, basically when they're, when they're nicely set in the land, what do they do? They establish prayer, they give zakah, they enjoin what is right, and they forbid what is wrong. What is that? Just four simple things. We have to build the masjid wherever we are, whenever we establish ourselves. Where's the masjid? Do I live close to it? Have we built it? Is it nice? Are we coming there regularly? Do we have the established kham salawat, the five daily prayers? If so, good. Number two, we have to collect and make sure that we're giving to those who are the most in need from amongst us and from others. We need to be a net positive in whatever society we go to. Number three, we enjoin what is good and forbid what is evil. We call to Islam and then expose the shirk or the batil or the, uh, the, 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 the falsehood of whatever beliefs may be present in our communities. You have to address the evil. You have to call to what is right, first and foremost, and then of course address the evil that might be preventing others from embracing the truth. So this is the job. And this job is going to be a continuous fight. Those who believe they fight in the cause of Allah. If you're a believer, you're going to have to struggle with this. This is something that is a constant struggle. So you have to ask yourself, brothers and sisters, 
What does your community need? Look to yourself, look to your community and ask yourself, what is the need in the community? And then ask yourself, what is it going to take? How are we going to fulfill this role? If you can do that, if you can ask yourself, what does my community need? What's it going to cost me? And if you can start setting up a plan of saying, you know what, I'm going to support this dean. I'm going to support it the way it needs to be supported. Then just know for a fact that Allah Ta'ala will support you. You're going to get the victory. And you should love the victory. As believers, we should get used to the victory. We should be comfortable with the idea of winning. We should not be the type of uh, people that think, oh, you know, as Muslims, it's always about struggling and losing and failing. And I don't know. This should be, this is the wrong attitude. Islam should be synonymous with, with victory, with being on top, with strength, uh, and with uh, the support actually being fulfilled, coming through and winning. As Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَعْلَوْنَ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ So do not weaken and do not grieve and you will be superior if you are truly believers. So you will be superior. This has to be the attitude of the believer. The believer has self-confidence. The believer is proud of his deen and the believer is confident that so long as they keep working sincerely, Allah Ta'ala will give them their victory because Allah Ta'ala is Al-Ghalib, Al-Nasir and Al-Nasir. جمدر خيرا والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته.